In this edition of Locked On Capitals, your Washington Capitals take down the Pittsburgh Penguins to take control of that first wildcard spot in a Metro division that's tightening up. Let's talk about that game next on this edition of Locked On Capitals. Your Locked On Capitals, your daily podcast on the Washington Capitals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome into this edition of Locked On Capitals. I'm so glad you decided to join me today. As always, this podcast is free and available on all the major platforms. And I want to thank you for making this your first listen or view of the day. Yes, this podcast is also available in video form, so head on over to YouTube and check it out. And when you're on YouTube, make sure and hit that subscribe button. And if you like the videos, give it a thumbs up or leave some comments. It really helps grow the channel. My name is Dan Holmey. You can find me on Twitter. It's at DanCaps218. You can find the show on Twitter. It's at LockedOnCaps. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. So in this edition of Locked On Capitals, we will talk about your victorious Capitals as they take down a bitter Metro Division rival, the Pittsburgh Penguins, to take control of that first wild card spot. We'll talk about that. Then a little bit later in the show, we will talk about Evgeny Kuznetsov in his shootout move that's proving tricky for goalies around the NHL. And then later in the show, we will talk about John Carlson as he is slowly making his way back to this Capitals team. But just to get it going here, the game against the Pittsburgh Penguins. What a game. There was so much buildup, a bitter rival rivalry going back and forth, you know, between Sidney Crosby and Alex Ovechkin. It was a battle for that first wild card spot to kind of really help this Capitals team go in a good direction. On Thursday, they actually got rewarded for their efforts. Ovechkin, Marcus Johansson supplied the offense in regulation, and Nicholas Backstrom scored the decisive goal in the shootout as the Caps beat Crosby and the Penguins 3-2 in a critical Metro Division matchup at Capital One Arena, writes The Athletic. And just the implications of this game were huge. Um, and I know that, you know, there's still a lot of hockey left to get to play. Don't get me wrong. I understand that. But we're coming up on the All-Star break here. There's two more games, and then it's the All-Star break, and then it's like a week off. And then the Caps come back, and they take on the Bruins, the team with the best record in all of hockey. So for the Capitals to to get a win against a bitter rival that goes back for so many years and to take control of that first wild card spot was huge. A good momentum boost going forward uh, as they take on the Maple Leafs and then the Columbus Blue Jackets putting the Caps in a good position. Are they out of the woods? Are they a lock to be in the playoffs, playoffs as of right now? No, that's not the case, but it's positive momentum going in the right direction. And at this juncture of the season, ultimately, that's all you can hope for. Huge game, Ovechkin said. Huge two points. The win was Washington's first in the shootout this season, and it pushed them past the Pens into the first wildcard spot in the tight Metro. The old rivals came into the night tied with 56 points each, though Pittsburgh holds three games in hand. Five of the last six Caps-Pens games have gone past regulation, and why is that? Because it's two teams that are just entrenched in rivalry and have been for so many years elite players on both sides of the ice. 
whether you're a, P- a Penguins fan or you're a Capitals fan, there are some great players, players that have been around those organizations for some time. Um, and just the rivalry that goes back and forth. Both of those teams rise to the occasion when they play each other. It was big, Backstrom said. It's always these kind of games against Pittsburgh. It's fun games to play because there are a lot of emotions out there. It was actually a great hockey game overall. It was a tight game. And Nick Backstrom knows that better than anyone. He was a guy that was supposed to miss the entire season Due to that hip resurfacing procedure, the book, the outlook on that procedure was pretty dire. I got to say, everyone around him was saying, you understand the odds of you coming back from this hip resurfacing procedure are pretty remote. And you know what he said? He goes, I understand that, but I had no other choice. And that guy always had a positive attitude about him. And guess what? He's come back way earlier than anyone thought he was going to and is contributing and leading this team when the Caps need him most. So if there is just ever a great story of optimism and hope, even when downtrodden and against all odds, look to someone like Nick Backstrom who has held his head high um, and really just kind of st- you know stood up and stepped in for this team after missing Tuesday's three to two loss in Colorado due to illness. Backstrom played a starring role against the Penguins, recording a primary assist, his fourth point in nine games since returning and beating Casey DeSmith in the shootout. And what a fitting way to end it! Nick Backstrom, just a really a guy that puts his nose to the grindstone and contributes, but doesn't want all the fanfare. He saves the limelight for Alex Ovechkin. He is just his right-hand man. He is the one that is serving up those passes as uh, Alex Ovechkin slaps at home. I know not often the case anymore that they don't play on the same line together, but Ale- or Nick Backstrom has assisted on more Ovi goals than anyone else. And, uh, you know, just to have Backstrom out there and contributing, it's such a great feeling because there was this real sense of uncertainty in the beginning of the season when Nick Backstrom wasn't in the lineup. What is this team going to look like? Is Dylan Strom going to be a suitable replacement? Uh, as it turns out, we don't really need to worry about that because it's January and Nick Backstrom is back defying all odds. Backstrom's 12-game deciding shootout goals are the second most in franchise history. Only Ovechkin has more with 16. Happy for him, Ovechkin said of his long side or a longtime sidekick. It seems he plays even better and better. I hope he's continuing to get better. I'm always saying he's pro. He knows what he's doing, and he's going to be fine. Um, and that was the, the the tough part of the game. And if you watched it, it was a back and forth, back and forth. The game was deadlocked to start the third period. Then Backstrom, who had been quiet for most of the night, put his mark on it. After five minutes, he corralled a pass from Sonny Milano, a neutral ice, carried the puck into the offensive zone and executed a perfect drop pass to Marcus Johansson, who ripped a shot pass to Smith for a two-to-one lead. In Marcus Johansson, another guy that came back to this team and, you know, defying everything else that anyone thought, that I thought, you know, um, my big thing when Marcus Johansson came back to this team and as I was thinking to myself is why is this team trying to retread this tire again? We've tried Marcus Johansson. We know what we had in him. This guy got bounced around to five different teams in the in, in between. And then the Capitals brought him back. What were they thinking? Well, I'm going to just say right now that I was wrong. And Marcus Johansson has been killing it for the Capitals out there. And just a real positive acquisition. Same goes for Sonny Milano, a guy they picked up for $775,000 on a PTO that he was released from, from the Calgary Flames. You know, one thing I'm going to say 
Brian McClellan has a great eye for finding these guys and everything seems to be just, you know, coming together at the right time. It was a great play by Nick and I just tried to get as much ice as possible before I shot it. Johansson said I got a lucky bounce and nicked it off the D man, but I'll take it. Adding, uh, added coach Peter Laviolette, really nice play on the assist, just a delay for him, but he was good at seeing things happen before they happen and makes a terrific play. Um, and, you know, it was one of the games that DeSmith was really dialed in for that team. So it was a tough game for the Caps to to get the victory. Uh, but all things considered, um, Darcy Kemper was dialed in as well. And the Capitals were victorious. That's the big thing about the game the other night is the Caps walk away with a victory, a shootout win. And they take control of that first wild card spot. A huge, huge momentum boost going forward. Um, it's really hard to Smith set of Kuznetsov's strategy. It's a good move. He can shoot it at any time. He can hold it. He can deke. He can make multiple moves. Definitely tough. I uh, have to go get some film on those. And we'll talk about Kuznetsov a little bit later and what makes him so unique. But it is an interesting for him to watch him make those shootout moves. And it has been very effective. It was a huge two points for us. Kemper said, that's not really a secret. We knew how big this game was coming into it. The Caps improved to 12-4-1 in, in games following a regulation loss. And Laviolette he spoke of it. He spoke of the implications. He said, we knew it. Laviolette said of the stakes. I'm sure they all knew it well. It doesn't take too much to look down at the paper and see the standings have to say, and you know, it's a big game. And, you know, again, I'm not going to try to sell this if the Capitals are locked for making the playoffs or if they make it to the playoffs or they're going to win the Stanley Cup. Let's face it. Let's have a come to Jesus moment, Caps fans. This is an aging Capitals team playing against some of the youngest and best players out there. There is a possibility, you know, out there that they might not reach their above all end all, but this team is going to fight every inch it takes, you know, to push up those standings as much as they possibly can. The one thing that I know for sure, despite whatever happens this season, is that the Capitals will give them every team that they play out their level best and they will fight as hard as they can. And Brian McClellan has done everything that he can do to help solidify this team by, you know, locking down the net mining position and filling the roles of need. So I think the Caps are in the best possible position that they could be going forward. And again, just a huge, huge boost going forward as the Caps come up with that big win against the Penguins. Bitter rivals, just such a really great feeling. All right, so after the break here, we will talk about Kuznetsov and what makes that shootout move so difficult for goalies to see and why is it so hard for them to stop it we'll talk about that next NFL playoffs are here we're really excited about our new sports betting partner for locked on because they're the number one sports book in America FanDuel and if you're new to FanDuel that's even better they have so many great features that make betting on sports fun and easy new customers join today to get started with $150 in free bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet just sign up at FanDuel.com slash locked on FanDuel has all your favorite bets from the money line to point spreads to player props. Plus, you can even combine your bets for a chance at bigger payouts with a same-gay parlay. 
And guys, even if you're not into betting, you could bet on an upcoming Capitals game or an upcoming NFL game. It makes watching the games that much more exciting. All on an app that's safe and secure and super easy to use. So football fans, don't miss out. Place your first $5 bet and get $150 in free bets, win or lose, at FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, where it's your team every day. In this next segment here, we are going to talk about Evgeny Kuznetsov and what makes his what makes his shootout move so unique. And it's one of the ones that he's kind of crafted over time, where he comes in really slow, really slow. You know, he's kind of got the puck going back and forth on on the stick there, and then he just looks for the right moment and then shoots it. And I would say nine times out of ten. He finds the back of the net. And what makes it so difficult for uh, NHL goalies to stop? He gains speed to start behind the center ice and then slows down almost to the point that resembles when an Xbox controller dies and disconnects during the NHL 23, leading into player freezing into place, writes Washington Hockey Now. However, he follows the rules and keeps things moving slowly. Then as he deeks back and forth, he waits and deceives the goaltender until he sees the perfect angle and then fires. To do all that stuff with the new move, I was so lucky I got that shot. Kuznetsov told Washington Hockey Now, you know, the little things that I've tried and it works. We've all seen it in practice, Backstrom said, who had the shootout winner. He added, he does these things. He's so comfortable out there with that moves. And it is just kind of like a secret weapon, I would say, for the Caps out there if they do make it to overtime and then they make it to the shootout to have someone like Evgeny Kuznetsov in their back pocket, along with T.G. Oshie and Nick Backstrom, just real three solid players to have out there in a position like that uh, is just an optimal situation out there. Casey DeSmith Casey De offered his insight on the move, which is difficult to stop. It's really hard, he explained. It's a good move. He can shoot it at any time. He can hold it. He can deke. He can make multiple moves. Definitely tough. I'm happy I'm not a goalie Capitals head coach, Peter Laviolette said earlier this season, adding on Thursday that his skill is top notch. And it is. And I've heard this mentioned amongst many goalies all around the NHL, that this move that he has crafted is almost impossible to stop. And why is it? Because it he comes in so slow. And if you see a lot of guys, when they go into that shootout move, they kind of come in with some speed and all the goalie kind of has to do is wait them out and they can find what, what, they're, what kind of shot they're going to make. But when Evgeny Kuznetsov comes to that net so slow, so precisely, kind of almost like a mouse, or excuse me, a cat sneaking up on a mouse, just waiting for the right time to pounce and then jumps, the goalie can never find it. And I would say nine times out of 10, the goalie cannot stop the puck when Evgeny Kuznetsov shoots it. And it's just a move that he's worked on. You know, it's nothing fancy. It's no spinoramas. It's no, you know, putting the puck between the legs and, you know, trying to shoot it high. He has crafted something that is just in a lot of ways, so basic, but so genius. You know, he just comes in there so slow and he just kind of is taking a look at the goalie and he's looking for his weakness. You know, can I get it high this side? Can I get it five hole? Can I, you know, draw him out of position? Usually it doesn't take any of that because he usually just comes at a bit of an angle and then comes in at him and he just waits for the right moment. And it's like the jaws of a trap closing and bam, 
he scores a goal and it's genius. And uh, Evgeny Kuznetsov, you know, who has, you know, had his fair share of struggles this season has found something that really makes him unique and, uh, you know, just a really positive thing for the Caps to have in their back pocket, to have Oshie and Backstrom, you know, just three players that totally kill it in the shootout. And I know that oftentimes the Caps don't go to the shootout anymore, rarely. And like I spoke about earlier, they have not had really great success in the shootout. Um, I wouldn't say that's, you know, in, you know, due to Kuznetsov or um, any of those kind of players. I just think that for whatever reason, you know, the goalie, whoever the Caps had in the net was not able to make the right amount of stops. You know, that's all it is about it. But Kuznetsov out there has just really fine-tuned a skill uh, that's not real common anymore. Uh, you know, you take a look at T.G. Oshie and what, you know, historically he's worked on that move and has had great success. And Nick Backstrom, we know, is just a, has a really great shot. Ovi at times is good at the shootout, but Kuznetsov by far is the best of the best on the Capitals, I've got to say, for that shootout move. And just a really positive thing, a really great special weapon to have, you know, in a certain situation like that. So good on Kuznetsov for working on that and helping the Capitals pick up the big W against the Pittsburgh Penguins. All right, so after the break here, we are going to talk about the number one blue liner on the Washington Capitals, John Carlson, and he is making progress slowly in returning. We'll talk about John next. Welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, where it's your team every day. We know about John Carlson. We know that he was injured in a slap shot against the Winnipeg Jets. The game, you know, that was historic for Alex Ovechkin was kind of overshadowed by the fact that John Carlson faced a major injury. He got hit by a slap shot by a former teammate, Dylan, and has subsequently not played for the Caps for quite some time. But he is making progress slowly as he skated with uh, on the ice today. But, uh, you know, the Capitals organization was quick to point out that his progress that he is making is slow and not to read too much into it. Per the team, Carlson is still a ways away and is currently able to do low-level physical activity. His skate on the ice was a light trip around the ice and nothing that pushed him to the limit. Number 74 will have an uh, evaluation at the end of February to determine the next step. And why is that important February? Because the next month is the trade deadline. The Caps will have to make some big decisions if they evaluate John Carlson in February and they determine if he's good to go or if they think he is not going to be able to come back this season. If John Carlson is in fact not able to come back this season, I think they would be best served to go out and make some sort of acquisition to help solidify that blue line. Eric Gustafson cannot do everything. You know, Jensen and Van Riemsdyk and Martin Faravari, those guys cannot do it all. John Carlson was the number one blue liner on this Capitals organization. He ate up a lot of minutes out on the ice, and he had a good two-way game. So to just think that you're going to be able to plug and play uh, someone like that is not going to be the case. We ultimately hope that Carly is going to be good to go, and he's going to be able to come back, and he's going to be able to help this Caps team make a push into the playoffs. But in the event that he's not, they have the month of February to determine what they're going to do because the I want to say it's March 3rd is the trade deadline. The Caps will have to make a decision on that. Do they have enough in-house? Is John Carlson going to be good to go? And are there any trades 
that they're going to have to make. It is an interesting position for the Caps to be in for sure. Carlson has been out since December 23rd when he took a Brendan Dillon slap shot to the face. He went down and was bleeding profusely from the face before leaving the game and being transported to the hospital for precautionary evaluation. He was discharged on Christmas Eve and had to get multiple stitches, writes Washington Hockey Now. And if you guys saw that game, it was just... You know, it was a monumental night for the Caps, as we know what it meant for Alex Ovechkin, but for for the Caps to lose John Carlson like that, just a real positive influence and a leader on the team uh, was just a really tough moment. The 33-year-old blue liner is on the long-term injured reserve and is on a month-to-month timeline. Through 30 games, he has had eight goals and 13 assists for 21 points. So, You know, not a guy that's just a really easy one to replace, I got to say. So that's what the Caps are hoping for. Ultimately, best case scenario is John Carlson comes back to this team and we can continue to move on with a season and continue to keep, you know, pecking away at the, the standings, trying to pick up those big wins, big wins, big wins, especially Metro Division games when you can gain the most traction. That would be the optimal situation. But if for some event, you know, for some reason he is not able to come back, then the Caps are going to have to make some decisions. And why is this season a little bit more difficult than others is because every player on the blue line is a free agent, except for Alexiev and Faravari, who are restricted free agents. John Carlson is the only Caps blue liner under contract and he's injured. So it puts him in an interesting position to, you know, in the off season, do the caps go all in on a long-term deal with Dmitry Orlov? Do they try to bring Jensen back? Do they try, you know, there is just a lot of questions. So it's not just that John Carlson is injured right now. It's kind of widening the lens out a little bit and saying, okay, this is a problem now, but what kind of problem is this going to present in the off season? Who are we going to try to bring back? It is just kind of a complex situation for Brian McClellan and company to figure out. Again, the best case scenario, John Carlson comes back, is good to go. Then they deal with the contract issues in the offseason. But that's what we're, we're all pulling for John Carlson. There's not a Caps fan out there that doesn't love John Carlson and what he brings to this team. So that's what we're hoping for is uh, Carly to come back and in good condition to help this Caps team make a good push for the playoffs and dare I say a Stanley Cup. All right, once again, I want to thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals where it's your team every day. My name is Dan Homie and I'll talk to you again next time.